Three shots for part, I just do two. One putt, part four, birdie, woohoo. New driver, info, replace, M2, part five, fairway, what you fin do? Think I'll try to get on into start right, good line, good view. Andrew, shoot him, make Gavin, two thumbs up, up high. Whereabouts, uh, whereabouts are you, Travis? Uh, right in the heart of Edmonton, pretty much. So I've been born and raised here and kind of been out in Alberta my whole life. Actually, I had a, I had a short stint out in, out in Toronto. I went to York University for a year. Oh, did you? Um, and came, came back home. But yeah, just uh, born and raised here, been here all just that one year. Yeah, you had a little hockey mixed in there too, you said, eh? I did, yeah. That was uh, right after I finished playing junior. I went out there to play hockey and um, unfortunately hated every second of it out in Toronto. So really? came back home and then, yeah, finished finished playing university here in uh, at the University of Alberta. Instead. You played at York? Worked yeah. out a little better. Yeah. Nice. Is it no, the, I, I didn't like, play a lot. And I, no. oh, sorry? You didn't like the city or just thought like the hockey school combo kind of thing? Um, honestly, a little bit of everything. Like the the hockey wasn't great. I was, I was brutal, so I wasn't having fun. And it was way too big of a city for me yeah um and just where york is like to get downtown or to do anything was such a inconvenience it was so out of the way and none of us there's a couple of guys from out west that ended up going there none of the guys brought their vehicles so it was just a huge inconvenience yeah. to, for us yeah. to go do anything yeah, yeah i played uh i played my last year at university of windsor and i loved it there i just i terrible student couldn't do the school so i just kind of packed her in but um, yeah i liked it it was good yeah, out on uh, that's like out Steels Road, where that's like right where that uh, tennis court is, right? Like York University, uh, they have like a big tennis court, I think, there, right? Yeah, it's like um, I don't know what it's called, but yeah, they, they have it's like where they have the the Rogers Cup, I think. Yeah, 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 that's the one I was thinking yeah, of, yeah, right? Yeah. So, and it's kind of yeah. man, that's like if you were living downtown, if you wanted to have that like downtown life, you would be. Oh, that must be like at least an hour commute each way or something like that. If you're taking public transit, I can't imagine that'd be very fun carrying the hockey bag on the subway and stuff. <laughs> yeah, it was, be... it was, it was different. That's for sure. Yeah. So, um, what, uh, can we just kind of start? We can just roll into it. Bryce and I keep it, uh, just keep it moving here. Episode 133 Bryce. I looked that up before 133. So we're off. Sure? Last... Yeah, we're, know. We're off last week, so it's one thirty-three. So okay. we had Travis here from Burn Barley. Um, can you give us like a little idea, Travis, about the brand, how things got started up? Um, would love to know about the name. I think I formed my own thoughts about the name, but I would love to hear how you uh, how you came up with the name as well. Okay, um, I, I have a prediction for what I think you think the name is from or for. Um, Birdies and but, beers. Uh, yeah. So that's what a lot of people have said. Yeah, that's a, incorrect, which I've since thought maybe that was actually a better idea than what I originally came up with. But um, birdies, I think, are, are pretty self-explanatory in golf. And then um, just based on on the, the prairie background and being from Alberta, and um, the, that's where the barley sort of comes in with the canola, wheat fields, barley fields out here. Um, that's kind of a, you know, paying an homage to the, to the prairie provinces. Um, had actually nothing to do with, beers or anything like that but you're probably the 10th person that has probably thought that or or asked about it or brought it up so nothing to do with beers although it it is very fitting yeah it shows where my golf game is right now um i like yours better though honestly i do i like when it's got uh when it pays a little homage to the uh we've had a lot of brands on and stuff we talked with a lot of people and when they're kind of like connected with you know maybe where they grew up or something like that. When there's a story behind the name of the brand, it's, it's cool. It's cool. Cause you can always just tell that too, right? Like it all, you'll always have that story to tell. Um, yep. how did everything get started, Travis? How, uh, 
you know, we've like seen a lot of brands pop up like through COVID and stuff. Was that kind of how, how you got it started? Um, like I know you got a hockey background. Can you kind of give us the idea of uh, yeah. the inception of the brand? Yeah, it's, um, nothing to do with COVID either. I actually, I was involved in another business uh, sort of just before COVID time-ish. Um, and this past fall ended up, uh, one of our partners ended up buying me and another partner out of it. Um, so we had a little extra cash floating around and it was always kind of an idea, sort of, you know, maybe a pipe dream that one day we'd start, start a golf brand or, or get something going like that. And, uh, you know, we had, like I said, a little extra cash, a little extra time on our hands. And we thought, you know what, maybe we should try this. Um, and when it came to actually putting, putting some money in or, and, you know, investing into things, a few, a few people kind of get scared and sort of drop out. Um, so it ended up just being me and it currently still is. Um, so it's just sort of a one man job. And my, my wife has been the employee of the month for the last four or five months. She's been amazing. Um, yeah, so that's honestly kind of how, how it started. Um, the original goal was to, you know, just be completely online for the first year and then maybe hope sometime, you know, in the fall or, um, you know, the, the buying season, maybe get a couple courses on board and, it, it, it kind of blew up way quicker than I would have ever, ever imagined. Like before we'd even opened our online shop and sold anything, we already had, um, I think six or seven pro shops reaching out and, and putting in big orders, um, or asking about it anyway. And I had to kind of completely change what I had initially envisioned. So, um, definitely changed for the better, but there's been a lot of learning along the way because it's happened pretty quick. Well, yeah, like when we tried the, uh, we've tried a little bit of merch and stuff, Well, we still have some merch, but, um, it's very basic, right? Like I've said this a few times on the pod, like for anybody in the merch, an like it's, it's an absolute animal. There's so much work involved yeah. in it. Um, so hats off to you to be able to do that on your own and, uh, have yeah. your wife kind of assisting with that. That's, it's cool. It's kind of cool to see too, that you got picked up and you're into some pro shops and stuff. Was that kind of always the goal? Was that how you wanted to work through it? Kind of like year one stay as like an e-commerce online. Then like you said, blend into some pro shops do you ever, uh, you know, have ideas of how you want things to expand going further? Yeah. I, um, <clears throat> and sort of work out some kinks of, um, like I'm by no means a, a business person by no means into the fashion industry really. Um, so I was just kind of hoping to work out a couple of kinks and then, um, sort of slowly build a brand over the summer and then maybe reach out to a couple of local courses in the fall for the, for the following year for 2024. Um, and just with how much interest I guess we had from courses, I had to, I had to change that. And um, there have been a few, like I said before, a few hiccups along the way about, you know, ordering, ordering things from certain suppliers or getting things in the right size and making sure everything comes in proper to be able to put into a clubhouse. Right. Um, there's been a couple items where we've said that said to pro shops, Hey, look, we don't think this represents our brand. We're not going to sell it to you. Um, we're just going to keep it in, in our own line, in our own online store. Um, we don't want people coming into a, you know, a country club and seeing something that's inferior or something that doesn't represent us. Mm -hmm. Um, for, for the future, I think if we can get into a few more shops, that would be lovely. Yeah. Um, ultimately with the, with the prairie background of the brand, I think it is a little bit limited in how much we can grow, which in a sense I think is kind of nice, especially if it is just me or maybe one day, you know, two or three or a couple more buddies, if they want to get back on board. Um, to do it. Um, just cause if it does turn into anything bigger than, you know, I'm not going to be able to fit everything in the extra room in our house anymore. Right. And then we, mm. we actually have to expand, which could be a problem, but, uh, yeah, for, for right now, definitely happy staying small. 
I mean, if you're doing well, um, kind of profit wise and you're happy with it, there's nothing wrong with being a small company in a small town. Like, I mean, I think that's mm-hmm. great. Um, I think you can have a lot of guys represent it and you have a, your home crowd that, that buys your product. And if you're doing well enough, I don't think that's anything to stray away from. Yeah. I appreciate that. Thank you. Now, um, go ahead, Tra- sorry. I, I wanted to ask you, Trev. So you said it's just mainly your wife and yourself. Are you doing like mm-hmm. all the social media yourself? Are you doing all the digitization of the logo? So, Cause one of the things that caught my eye firstly was obviously this hat here was like the one I reached out to you and said, like, yeah, I, I gotta get it. I gotta get a hold of you. And, uh, but are you doing like all of that work on your own? Are you doing, are you outsourcing any of it to any, you know, third parties at all? Yeah, I, I have done all that myself. Um, not that I have a, a background in, in, you know, any of that, but for some of the, some of the work that I do, um, I do have a social media presence, not myself personally, but um, where I work. Um, and I have kind of a background just learning sort of on the fly with illustrator and Photoshop and all that kind of stuff. So everything that, everything that you see um, on the brand um, social media or any of the clothing like that, that's definitely all me, but there has been input from other people for sure that have helped out. Yeah. I was going to say like, it looks like you have a, like an actual design background. Um, I think that might've been what you were looking for. Like that's like the first thing that caught my, my eye was when I went over to, I think it was in, uh, you were doing a giveaway somewhere. And then I, I went over, checked out the page, gave it a follow. And then I was kind of going through and I thought like, man, like this is like such a clean looking like page. Everything looks like uniform. Everything's kind of like, you know, and the, all your gear looks like really clean as well too. So, um, this is obviously the hat, like the style that Bryce and I really like. Right. So, um, like the Imperial style with the rope. Um, I think it's like really, really popular right now too. So, um, really in right now yeah yeah for sure so no no design background at all you're just kind of like learning as you go yeah lots of learning as i go um lots of like youtube tutorials and and Mm -hmm. just kind of trial and error and hope it works and you know like i said that's that's definitely been part of the part of the learning process that you know you'll send one design to you know a company for whatever reason they'll get back to you and say no no this doesn't work we need it this way or we need this size or um this file type and all these things and it's just kind of a yeah it's a learn as you go thing which is um part of the reason why again i wanted to keep things slow off the start but yeah uh, yeah do you definitely ever use, a, uh, definitely work in progress you ever use canva we talked about this i think last week or the week before yeah. do you ever use mm-hmm. canva i have used i have used it not yeah. for not for this business um yeah. in a different setting uh yes um i i do have a few apps that help create some of the Instagram and social media content, right. uh, especially some of the reels. Like I'm not scrolling through trying to find a song or a music or, you know, certain things like that. So um, I have used apps definitely to help out because I, I don't have that much time. Yeah. Um, it's it's uh, like, it's a lot like, and I'm kind of saying that like from our stance, like from the podcast background, like trying to like gather all of the information for a pod, put it out, edit everything, you know, kind of do all of the, uh, get all like the artwork and stuff done for an episode. And then after that, like all the follow-ups and stuff like that, it can be a lot, man. So. Mac here for BioSteel. We absolutely love this one on the pod. The hydration mix has been in our golf bags forever. The hydration mix has been designed in the most natural way possible to help you stay hydrated throughout your round of golf. Zero Sugar Formula is made from clean, quality ingredients and contains no artificial flavors and colors, added vitamins and minerals to help support overall good health, normal function of your golf swing and your immune system. Simply mix it into some water, 
and you can enjoy it through all 18 holes. Clean, healthy hydration. Zero sugar, natural health product, no artificial flavors or colors, no artificial sweeteners, no preservatives, caffeine-free, NSF certified for sport, biosteel.ca, biosteel.com. Use the promo code SCREWS30 for 30% off your order. SCREWS30 for 30% off your order. Stay hydrated, my friends. I just wanted to circle back a bit to uh, you guys going, trying to get into country clubs or going into country clubs. Um, for the future, have you ever thought about doing retail store or is that kind of not in your thought process yet? Sorry, I just heard the first part of your question. Um, uh, did you ask, are we, are we trying to get into like a brick and mortar store? No, I'm asking, yeah, I'm asking if you're trying to get like a retail store, if that's ever in the, in the, in the works in the future, or if you guys just want to kind of stay online. Um, at this point, definitely content with staying online and maybe a mm. couple courses. Um, I, I for sure have, have no interest in, in starting a bird and barley shop, mm-hmm. um, a brick and mortar store, no interest in that at all. Um, if there are a few re- retailers down the road that want to, maybe this golf town, for example, or if there's a couple other, you know, golf, golf shops somewhere, maybe, um, at this point I do like the, you know, the sort of the, the craft brand, if you will, and, and keeping mm-hmm. it small scale. I, I, I do think that kind of adds to the, adds to the story and adds to the, to the impression of the brand kind of, if you will. Yeah, for sure. I was just curious. Yeah. Well, we've said the same thing too, because that, is kind of why we have such a connection with a lot of our listeners too, right? Is, uh, you know, we like, again, we're not going to say no if Tiger Woods knocks on the door and says, Hey, like, boys, I'm coming on the pod. We'd be like, Yeah, yeah. Tell us when and where and we will be there. And, uh, yeah, we'll do it in person or whatever. So by chance this gets to him, I don't think it will, but you never know. <laughs> but, uh, we'll even take Phil, man. We'll even take Phil. He's down and out right now, but we'll take He's Phil. Okay. But, um, was it, was it, uh, you mentioned Travis that you had a bit of a hockey background too. So, so what made you get into like the golf space? Um, have you always played golf? Has it always been kind of like that secondary sport? We've all done the same hockey in the winter and golf in the summer kind of thing. So was it always, yeah. uh, was it always kind of a golf thing? You ever think about doing like a hockey brand, anything like that? Ultimately you went golf. Um, I, I, I did used to golf, um, not well and not very much up until, uh, probably maybe, six, seven years ago. Um, when I moved back home, then I have this group of friends and they, you know, they played 30, 40 rounds in the summer and I kind of got looped into them. And I think just by playing so much, I definitely developed a love for the game, mm-hmm. um, and definitely improved, which if, you know, you get better at things and you're, you probably enjoy it more and you can see the growth. So, totally. um, that kind of, that kind of spurred the, 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 the interest in golf. Um, when I was done playing hockey, I had zero interest in hockey whatsoever at all. So yeah. as, as soon as I like graduated from, from the U of A and, and moved on, um, definitely still a hockey fan, still playing in, in a beer league, but I have zero interest in thinking about hockey outside of it. Um, so that was, that was kind of, it was sort of time to move on and do, do something else. Yeah, I feel like I had the same thing with hockey. I was playing like men's league and I got run into not like harmless play, dislocated my shoulder. And I like instantly was thought like i am never going back yeah. here again it's just never i'd go yeah. i'd go play right now yeah give me a contract i'm gone yeah bryser's like he's like scoring six seven goals a game in men's league beer league hockey yeah whatever. it's, it's uh, not nothing to break still got it yeah nothing. still got it oh i still got it <laughs> i think I bryce is I, I think bryce is still got it bryce is still uh yeah a couple weeks away from endurance now. wise probably not but skill level you give me a coast deal right now i could survive with it yeah yeah <laughs> so 
when you're uh when you're thinking like golf you're thinking like uh you know trying to build a brand and you're kind of you know connecting all of the dots all the name and stuff like that was it something that right away you had an idea like okay we want to get into like hats we want to get into polos was it right away an apparel line was it ever like a lifestyle type of brand what was uh what was the thought when you first kind of started things up yeah um right when we started it was i say we us um right when we started it was definitely more of a golf brand um and just from some of the other brands that you know you kind of get inspiration from or or you see that have been successful um some of them, at least the ones that I've liked, seem to have started off as, as a golf brand or they start off as a brand sort of directed at one thing. And then they sort of branch off into that lifestyle piece, um, which I think is sort of, you know, again, this is looking ahead, maybe something that, that I'd like to do, but definitely golf focus first. Just again, starting small and being kind of niche, um, but, you know, developing that brand as as a golf brand first. And then if it does grow, then definitely expand into more of that lifestyle thing. Um, I do think. Uh, one thing that I appreciate in clothing and not that I'm a fashionista by any means, but um, definitely being able to be in comfortable clothing that you could wear anywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's been something that, that I've been, you know, trying to focus on and something that any of the pieces that we have put into pro shops are definitely something that people can wear. And even if they're stuck in it all day, that they're, they're comfortable in those, in those clothes. Um, yeah. So golf to start and then maybe one day if it expands getting into more lifestyle thing but definitely a piece or pieces that people can wear if they're stuck in them all day or if they're playing at a golf tournament they're sitting at a course um they're playing 36 or 54 in a day that they have no comfort they have they have no problem being in well you definitely came into the golf space at a really good time because i mean golf's trending towards the more comfortable more laid back attire with the sweater and the the joggers are coming in now and and people are kind of starting not to really care as much as they used to, I feel like. So um, I definitely think a lot of people are leaning towards the more comfy clothes instead of the the typical golf clothes. So um, you're definitely on the on the right track there. Um, yeah, I, said, I, 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 oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was going to say like a perfect example of that is like a golf hoodie, like four, four years ago, no chance of wearing a hoodie to a golf course. And now yep. it looks like every, every golf brand has some sort of, you know, yeah. hooded pullover, hooded Over. zip up or something, which, which you, you know, see everywhere now. Well, we've talked now, about that, uh, yeah. the BMW championship with Terrell Hatton a few times, Bryce, that was like yeah. him was winning the, the BMW. Yeah. That was kind of like the first one. And then I think Rory won the next week or two weeks later and he's wearing a hoodie. And I remember like, that yeah. was probably, man, that was probably only 2020, 2019, something like that. Like yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd have to look it up and, and thinking like, I remember like they were so upset that the a winner of a DP World Tour event or something was wearing a hoodie and it was like a three hundred dollar yeah. fitted Adidas quilted hoodie. It was so nice too. Yeah, it was such a nice sweater. Well the funny thing was the next week Rory, one of the best yeah. players in the world, did it. So yeah. everyone was kind of stepped back and was like, Whoa, like are we is this okay now? Yeah. Kind of but, um, Sorry, Bryce, go ahead. No, it's all right. I kind of wanted to take Mac, uh, page out of Mac's book and take his question because you said you had a lot of inspiration from from um, different golf brands to get your brand started. Um, any brand that you think you would like to collaborate with, any brand in the world that you would want to collaborate with that you think you would uh, work well with your brand? Um, that is a good question, and I've not ever considered that. Um, I, I would definitely like to do um, some collaboration, definitely at some point. I don't know if I could if I could name a brand right now, mm-hmm. uh, to be honest. Um, there are 
there are so many, and even in, in the six, seven months that Bird and Barley's been, been operating, um, you know, just like scrolling through Instagram with all the small golf companies. I know like you guys wear um, some of the wave golf hats. Like I didn't even know that was a thing until, until recently. Like that's, that's another great little small local for you guys, golf company um, out here. There's um, there's someone on the, I think out in Vancouver uh, who does um, birdies apparel. And I think yep. they just make hats and they're, they're killing it. They do yeah. a lot of, they do a lot of stuff. And I know they do, donations to different youth groups and things like that, which is lovely. I would, I would love to at some point get to the point where I could do um, fundraisers or donations to, to different charities or, or groups. I think that's awesome. So he's doing a fantastic job. Or they're doing a fantastic job. Um, what's another one like St- Stony wilds from Th- thunder Bay. They got sort of a similar, similar idea going. I know they've been around a little bit longer, but like they have some impressive stuff. Yeah. So Travis, I would, say you guys are a little bit more of like a premium brand um the like from the small bit that we've had a look at here like obviously looking on the website looking on the page and whatnot it's um you definitely take the time to source good quality mm-hmm. gear right so and and that's like i picked up on you saying you know if a pro shop orders something it kind of goes through your hands and if you like it you'll send it on if you don't you're going to scrap it at that point and uh yep. you know maybe keep it for your e-commerce or whatever it is or or give it to your buddies or or something like that right but um do you find that there's a lot of trial and error when trying to find the right product whether it be like a pair of like i want to get into the lineup here after but whether it be like a pair of joggers or a hat or a shirt whatever it may be is there a lot of trial and error and back and forth um, initially, yeah. So before this was what it is now, um, and actually before my wife even knew that I was doing this out of her basement, um, I was getting a whole bunch of samples shipped over and, and, and small things here and there. And, um, one of the first two pieces that actually came in was our quarter zip and then our, our Alistair zip up jacket. Um, and was so excited about that. And we had given certain, um, measurements based on the sizing that we wanted and certain materials that we wanted. So they were lightweight, they stretched all these things. Um, and they showed up and they were pretty much like a a full size too small. Um, so the sizing wasn't what we were looking for. The materials, there was, there was, there was a stretch to them, but it was almost like a hard crunchy material. So, um, immediately that was a no go. Um, so if, if you go, go on our website and clear in section, you'll see those two items. And I think they're like 30 bucks or something like that. Um, and those are two things that pro shops have asked about. Um, and like I said before, if I'm not, I don't want the brand to be represented by something that's subpar. So yeah, yeah. those are two, two items that, um, had to go back to the drawing board and we're hoping maybe in the fall or probably at this point next year ordering in, um, the very first order of joggers that we had, um, fabric was awesome. Gave them the sizing that we need. Waist sizes were good, but they came in five inches shorter than what they were supposed to be okay. so they like came to my mid my mid calf and i like tried so hard to think about ways that we could make it work but obviously didn't um so talked to the supplier and they they were great and they've remade them since and we've had zero issues um so we, we still have the set of the original short ones which um my this is kind of a i think it's a funny story my my wife ended up giving to her mom to go sell at her gym to some of her female gym mates <laughs> Um, so we've been just getting like 20 bucks here and there from my wife's mom at the gym for those. 
I like that, man. That's a pretty good thing. I was thinking, Bryce, those yeah. would be like those would be mid uh, quad on you, probably. Like Bryce, a pretty tall, <laughs> Bryce, a, a pretty tall short. guy, man. They're, I'm not that tall though. But like the joggers too. Like there are styles. Like I know, like you know, if we look on some of the other brands, like Primo and stuff like that, they have like a, a longer one that's maybe a bit more baggy, yep. and then like a like an ankle cut, and then even like an above the ankle cut and stuff. So. um I guess like when I think of it, when I think of like a small brand, I think of, you know, kind of like you hanging out in the basement, cutting all the, you know, like coming up with all of these different uh, items and stuff like that. Like it would just be, it'd be a lot, man. It would be a lot to like bring them in, kind of go yep. through them, have, because you could try them on, they could fit for you, but they might not fit for me. They might mm -hmm. not fit for, for Bryce. You yep. got to hit up a couple of buddies and have them kind of a lot of trial and error, man. But it's a, it's a bit of work, but uh, sorry, Bryce, it was, go ahead. So for, especially for, for the joggers, I have a couple of pairs from some different brands, obviously. And I, I don't know how many nights I spent down here. We're right where we're doing this podcast on the, on the counter behind me. And with so many measuring tapes and so many notepads with yeah. numbers and measurements going down. And then I'd forget yeah. which measurement was for which pant or for, it was, if it was like the chest measurement to the shirt, I, I'd be so all over the place. I was so unorganized because I had so much going on. So it was a little bit of a tire fire for a while, but, uh, it ended up working out okay. Quick break from the pod. Mac here from Manscaped introducing the Beard Hedger from our friends over at Manscaped. With 20 different lengths, you can look good from the cart path to the clubhouse. Shop manscaped.com using the promo code OTSGOL for 20% off plus free shipping. Shop any and all Manscaped products at manscaped.com using the promo code OTSGOL for 20% off plus free shipping. We'll see you on the back nine. Uh, you want to go through um, kind of what you have and what product, different products you have uh, that you offer online? Yep. So uh, first and foremost, um, hats, number one. Uh, Mac, thanks for wearing that today. Bryce, hopefully you can get yours soon. Or yeah. Mac will keep it, not, not, not sure. Uh, we currently have seven hats in the lineup. So uh, we're wearing one of them. You can see them all uh, lined up here behind me. There's seven different colors. Uh, they're all snapbacks. Uh, they're all super comfortable. I, I love them. They're great. Um, have vests, which in my very selfish opinion are the most premium product that we have. Um, they turned out awesome. They're, they're, they're still great. Um, down in the front, there's, they have like ribbed stretchy pieces on the side and, uh, like a insulated polyester on the back. They're, they're, I think, like I said, they're, they're the nicest product. Um, I wear them all the time. Um, seven different polos. Uh, so variety of colors, the designs on them are all again, inspired from different things around Alberta, Saskatchewan, a little bit of BC, um, all about the prairies mainly, um, joggers, two different colors that we've had in stock. Um, we brought the joggers in three separate times and they've sold out almost all three times, right. uh, within the first weekend. Uh, so we have, uh, moss green and iron gray, and then we have uh, a khaki color and then a blue color, sort of similar to the hat that I'm wearing now on the way. So they should be here in about a week or two um what else we got yeah hats polos vests joggers um those quarter zips and pullovers but um if, if you're looking for a discount they're still they're still great you're just gonna have to order a different size but you definitely won't find any of those in the pro shops i love the vest touch i'm a big vest guy i i like the vest not we'll, a lot we'll, of companies we'll have to get you one not a lot of companies do the vest man it's not i don't know i find they're not i mean the big brands obviously have a couple but like there's not a lot of the smaller brands that do it. And I appreciate that. I, I think the vest yeah. is a very underrated piece of clothing. I, I, I'm, a, I'm, I'm such a huge vest guy. I think they're the most versatile piece of clothing ever. Mm -hmm. Now what's Travis, which one's been kind of your best seller? Like when you, when you put it up on the site, when you like run a presale or, 
you know, even when you're just kind of running like any of the information to get it to get it set up online, like which one's the one that's selling the most for you? Is it like the hats, the shirts, pants? Yeah. Um, well, our stats show that um, our gray joggers, they've sold um, far and away the most out of anything. Um, and like I was saying before, we brought in joggers three separate weekends and we've almost all sold out all three times in that first weekend. Um, I think currently we only have two, I could be wrong. I have to check, but I think it's two pairs of a size 36 left. Um, so everything else is gone. So the joggers sell out super fast. Um, all of the hats that are, I don't know, the, all of the gray ones and the crimson ones behind me are all sold out. Um, so there's only like a handful of the green ones that Mac has these blue ones and the black ones. We just got, um, all of the originals, um, that aren't the nylon snapbacks, they're all gone. So we do have, there, they should be again, another order coming in here right away, but hats, easy sell. Uh, they've been lovely. Um, I feel like, I don't know, like I have 20 hats in my hat collection and whenever I see a new one, I, I just have to buy it. I have to buy it. And then the other ones just get pushed to the back of the closet, right? Like it's a ridiculous amount of hats. So every guy has to have 30 of them. Yeah. Um, I'm right there with and it's, like, it's like a guilt. Yeah. It's like a weird guilty pleasure. I don't know what it is, but I probably, um, hats, I, I, hats and have been awesome. I think I might, I might have 100 hats there. There's yeah, a chance. I don't know if I have that many, but yeah. I, I've, especially with the long hair, I'm always wearing hat. I have like all the time and I have, a lot of hats. One I thing, just trash them all. I don't take care of them. I trash yeah. them. Yeah. One thing I can say though is this is my only green hat. My only olive green hat. Yeah, that's if, a nice uh, color. I've been trying like to find color. this one. So yeah. So we're gonna link in the there show notes go. below. We're gonna link the website. So anybody who's interested in this one, if you're not, if you're just listening to us, you can obviously scroll down below. We'll cut a reel or something like that, or you can go over and check it out on. Uh, we do pop it up on YouTube as well. But I know most people listen to the pod, but. um Go check out the website. The Instagram will be down yep. there too, but you can just have a click and uh, yeah, you should pick yourself nice, up. Nice, well, well put together website too. Yeah. Right there. It looks pretty. It's good. So if, you, guys, you guys are way too kind. This <laughs> is awesome. Hey, I've done, uh, I've done like the website and stuff like that. I've built a few websites in, in my time. And they're not easy. Now with the e-commerce one, did you kind of, uh, did you have like a website design background at all? Like, or did you kind of do again, YouTube templates, that kind of stuff? Sorry, I just caught the last part again. Yeah, so when we're uh, when you're kind of going through and building the website, was it uh, is it like a Shopify type of website that had like a bit of a template, or was it just brand new for you going through YouTube tutorials again, trying to uh, trying to kind of build it up? Um, yeah, the build the building of a website I had never done before, so that that was yeah. all brand new. Um, we ended up using Wix, uh, so it's probably similar platform to, to Shopify. It does yeah. give you some some templates and. Um, I think, I think there's an option where it's like, you can use this template, obviously change your colors, put things wherever you want it, or you can do like the fully customized, you just get a blank page and you put things wherever you want. Right. Um, and I ended up doing that one, which I regretted because it took way too long to build it. I wish I would have just gone with something simpler. Um, but yeah, that, that, that again was just like at, at the end of the day, come home and put in an hour or if I'm bored of work and I have nothing to do, I'll put in a little bit of time here and there, but that was just, yeah, very, very long project chipping away, chipping away, chipping away. And it turned out to what it is, but, um, that was the one that I definitely had a lot of feedback from, from people on, yeah. um, especially, you know, friends and people that I work with, like, Hey, go, go check this, this page. Is everything fine? Can you spell check this? Like, what are the colors? What does it show up for you? Like on a phone? What is it like on an iPad? What is it like mm -hmm. on a, on a computer? Right. Cause the formatting can all be, can all be kind of different. Sure. Yeah. So having kind of the full pulse on this yourself, Travis, like right from, 
the get go, you said that you were kind of had a couple of buddies that were interested in it. And, you know, as you get going, there's money invested in it. Those, you know, those relationships might change. Now, when you're kind of, you know, at the point now you're six or seven months in, you're loading stuff up on your website. It's selling that weekend. That must feel great. Like when you, when it's just kind of out the door already, like you've got a certain amount of, you know, product that you've ordered in, it's already gone. If you um, were talking to like a new entrepreneur, somebody in the golf space um, that wanted to kind of build a brand or whether they're in like any sporting aspect or any sporting, you know, market, whatever it may be, do you have any um, like ideas or thoughts that you would kind of share with somebody who's looking to get something like this started up? Yeah, don't be afraid to ask for help. Don't try to do it all on your own, even as much, you know, with as much pride as you might have getting people to help you is, is so, so key. And I think if, if people are willing to ask, people will be willing to help out. Um, I, I know again, just from my own experience, I could have saved myself so much time and so much, so much effort putting into this had I just asked some more people for help along the way, for sure. Um, yeah, I, I would also probably talk to some more people that are in the space. So that's a great question. If if someone ever is wanting to start a, a brand or just a small home-based business, let's, you know, network, talk with some other people who have gone through it because they'll they'll be able to give you advice because they've they've gone through that whole startup process before, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I would just say, yeah, don't be afraid to ask questions and, and talk to people, which I wish I did more of. Also a huge part of like, not even building businesses, but just doing like in my construction business, like doing things like you learn so well with failure. Well, me personally, like the more I fail, the more I learn uh, as much as yeah. much as you lose money or time or whatever it is failing. Um, sometimes it's it's almost better for you to, to go through it once and you really learn your lesson. Well, that's like an age so, old what, what thought, are the, right? Yeah, that, that's like an age old thought or theory that, yeah, like you might like in in your case, Bryce, you might cut a tile wrong and and it's mm-hmm. a seven dollar tile, or exactly. or you might order a hat that's like the incorrect one or whatever it may be. But over time, you're going to make that money back, and that's like that's just business. That's it's always been like that, right? So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Oh, I I was gonna say going back to the the learning as you go, like the example of those first two items that didn't turn out the way I wanted them to um, really no one to, I shouldn't say no one to blame but myself, but I was definitely part of the, part of the person or part of the group to blame just because I, that those are the two items that I didn't order any samples of to start. I just mm. said, you know what, here's our measurements. Here's this. I'm going to trust the supplier is going to do everything that I ask as I ask. And then when we get this bulk shipment of, of, you know, 50, hundred things in, they're not all great. Then I'm stuck with two giant boxes of, in my mind, useless stuff. Right. Um, so that was, that was the learning curve. Like, Hey, you know, spend a couple extra weeks, a couple extra dollars, get one or two samples in first, make sure they're exactly how you want them before you order in bulk. So, um, again, not, not having a strong, you know, fashion business background, that's something I would have not really considered doing until I learned that. Yeah. Yeah, Like for us, when we were, we were kind of doing like direct to ship, uh, I think it's called direct, uh, direct to ship or something like that. Right. So yeah, direct to, it is direct to consumer, but it's like somebody can go on, we've, um, like I'll order a couple samples and then it's just, uh, somebody can kind of like build it. We don't like do an upcharge. Our merch is just great. We're just happy people want to wear it. So it's a little bit of a different formula for us, but somebody can go on and order something and it'll go directly to their house from a manufacturer, which is kind of great. It's, and it, you know, I'd recommend that like a small brand just getting started up could try something like that. And it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt to kind of get, you know, started in some way. 
Yeah, Trevor, I just want to go into maybe like the future and kind of what you're thinking of where you want the brand to go and kind of maybe if you have any more ideas of different products you want to bring on board and, and kind of just get into that. Yeah. Um, again, at this point, happy to sort of stay a little bit niche, a little bit small, but definitely, mm -hmm. you know, in the future, would love to get into, um, you know, some more shops. We're currently only in, uh, well, I shouldn't say only, but we're in, I think, 10 uh, across Alberta and Saskatchewan. Uh, maybe a couple more in the coming weeks. We're still working out a couple of things. Um, as well as a golf academy on the West Coast, uh, Pacific Golf Academy. Um, so I'd love to get in, get into a couple more. Um, that would be great. Um, for the future, I think we're going to continue with the, with the, with the joggers because they've been super successful. The vests are awesome. Probably a couple more colors of hats, um, mm -hmm. or a couple more, a couple more de designs. Definitely get uh, some pullover, pullovers or quarter zips that are up to our standard because I think that's a you know pretty big staple in the golf community. Everyone has to have a couple quarter zips, right? For sure. Um, and then I think the plan so far is to every season do um, new designs of, of, of shirts. And again, all, all inspired by, you know, the prairie surroundings and things like that. Um, we'll probably keep one or two staples. Um, <clears throat> the light barley and dark barley are our best sellers, as well as the, the steel bison one, one the blue shirt with the, with, the, with the bison everywhere, which um, was a little bit of a surprise to me. I didn't think that would do as well as it did, but that's been great. Um, and then this summer, uh, we're probably going to start some type of an uh, ambassador program or a loyalty program here in the summer now that people actually have some products in their hands and they can start posting about it and tagging us in their photos and things like that. So, um, yeah, that's something that's uh, at least in the short term what the plan is. Yeah, I like that bison one. That's cool. That's yeah. that's my color too. I like that one. Thanks. <laughs> now, um, any other uh, any other like gear options that you're thinking of? Like, do you think you'll uh, towels or yeah, or, or you're kind of just like we like where it is here. Um, the only other one that I really, or only other thing I really considered is maybe belts. Um, I, I, I'm not really into the accessory game, towels mm -hmm. and and ball markers or you know different repair tools, things like that. Um, that doesn't really get me excited. Mm -hmm. Um, so we'll probably stay away from that and just keep it to strictly some pretty standard apparel to start. And when I say standard, maybe not the, the designs, but the, definitely the styles. Cool. I like it, man. I like it. Now, um, last time we were recording with, uh, our friends from left behind golf, we were watching a hockey game, watching a leaf game, a disappointing leaf game at that time. Yeah. We're, we're hopping off here. So this is going to be up on the Friday, which is, uh, when we release, but we're chatting on Monday night. So Edmonton's about to play Vegas. So there'll be two games by the time we get this loaded up. Do you have a prediction for tonight's game at all before we let you go, Travis? <laughs> um, speaking confidently, I'm going to say tonight's game, uh, we're going to go Five three oil. I like it. I like dry it. Dry saddle with two. And okay. Yeah. I'm going dry saddle with two. Darnell Nurse is gonna find one for three. And you know what? Nuge is finally gonna get on the board tonight. He's oh, gonna I'd love to throw the monkey him. off his back and he's yeah, he's getting one. Hyman will have an empty Hyman Vander will have an empty netter for sure. <laughs> yeah, there you go. We've seen enough Hyman empty netters here, so definitely. I would like it. Um we're uh in absolute shambles here in leafs nation so it's uh it's a tough time here in the toronto area for people watching uh watching I, hockey so yeah. i know this won't this won't go over well with with your crew in the community i i not a guy i can't 
get behind in any way. So I wasn't going to bring it up, but I'm glad you did. Hey, no, it's, feel it's, free. I think we've yeah. kind of, I think we all know now. I mean, I mean, I do at least playing, <laughs> playing a higher level hockey. I kind of understand it, but uh, I will be a Leaf fan, a diehard Leaf fan until I die, but I'm not scared to jump on the, the oil bandwagon. I'm not scared. I just want to see a Canadian okay. team okay. win, you know, plus uh, yeah. there's a few yeah. ex-Leafs on there too. And Campbell and Hyman, a couple of, yeah, CC, like got yeah. half a lineup. CC, there, so. yeah. Yeah, would love to yeah. see. Either way, we just want to see a Canadian team do well, right? Yeah. And you want to see, like, yeah. you, if you're a hockey fan, you want to see McDavid do well. Like, it's you're at the point where, like, if, McDavid if needs to If you're a hockey fan, how wild would it be to see an Edmonton-Toronto Cup final? Like, both cities oh. would, I say this nicely, but actually burn to the ground. There'd be so be much excitement happening. It would be It would be pandemonium. It would be, and it'd be absolute pandemonium. It would be crazy. Like, be there'd insane. be people tracking, like, the jets and stuff, the flights, and, like, it, it would, would be just be insane. nuts, man. Remember Kawhi on the plane and stuff? <laughs> the Toronto fans get crazy yeah. up here. So, I think, uh, yeah, maybe maybe next year but you never One of the know the worst looks for toronto is all the everyone chanting we want florida and now we're down 3-0 just putting that out there tough look tough look for the boys yeah. but uh travis we really appreciate this man this was great we'll have to uh as things kind of roll on for you we love kind of circling back in a few months or you know six months down the road you release a few new, a few more things in the lineup we would love to have you back for a chat man this was a lot of fun no this has been great. Thank you guys. And actually, before we go, I, I just listened to a couple of your other episodes. I know you guys have put out some promo codes and stuff for your listeners. So is that something you guys are interested in doing? If we Absolutely. A- Let's do it, man. And uh, we'll link okay. it down in the show notes below for sure. So let's, can we do a promo code of OTS 15 for 15% yeah. off any product in your cart at all? It's yeah. the best one. It's simple. It's easy. It's there perfect. You go. OTS 15 for 15% off anything. Let's do it. All right. Awesome. I love appreciate it. That. I love that. We'll uh, we'll definitely share that in the show notes. So anybody, uh, obviously, if you're listening at this point, go down below. Um, we'll have the Instagram profile, like your uh, Instagram. Click it. Give them a follow. Show them some love. Uh, click the website, too. And then, yeah, when you get a few things in your cart for OTS 15. Yeah. I'm sure Mac will get a story out, too. So look out for that. Yeah. Yeah. We'll great. fire out a couple things. So, um, yeah, we'll have to do this again, Travis. This was great, man. Thank you. And all the best to you guys, man. I love what you guys are doing. This is uh, this is yeah. cool. And the green hat is now uh, definitely my staple. So I will, <laughs> uh, I'll have it on there. I'll be sending people over for sure. I'll have to go fight, man. Awesome. I love it. Home for mine. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get it to we you. We still have a couple left. If you want one, let me know. I'll send you one. <laughs> yeah, no problem. All right, Travis. Take care, man. Enjoy the game. Yeah, Hopefully, you. we have an Oilers win tonight, yeah. man. He's out in my ball and of course so I tee up. Uh, I lose a ball and I re up. Yeah. I miss a fairway, I probably end up in the ocean or maybe the beach. And I'm on a part five and I'm finna go reach it. Reaching. Second was blind, I see it. Yeah. Feel like it might be an albatross. Worst case scenario.